0: that is a real fact as of the one and only time i went to a nascar race you could show up with a cooler would it be so bad if an 84 year old got into heroin welcome to the cat organizational podcast you idiot it's written
1: down in front of you you idiot this is like the buffalo chicken wrap of answers
2: i haven't heard about hot orcs in a while we were so horny for motion controls in 2005
0: i can't wait to come back and tell you how it was noah's ark you asshole
2: i would also like to retroactively say i've never had cotton candy acid so andrew's 100 doing a voice right
1: everybody get off MDP now time to record
2: this episode and probably this whole this whole podcast is a mistake.
1: Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our not-so-busy adult lives right now <laughs> <laughs> to, to talk about comics, video games. And uh, while we haven't yet cured COVID-19 at the time of this recording, we have found a treatment for forced mass quarantine. And that treatment is, apparently... A daily dose of Animal Crossing New Horizons, followed by adjunctive Overwatch therapy, apply as needed.
2: Yes, 100%.
1: I hope
3: that when this episode comes out, the statement, we haven't found a cure for COVID 19, is as relevant as the episode a couple weeks ago that was like, <laughs> daylight savings time. Oh, no, man. Yeah. That hurt. Listen,
0: I, I'll come out and say, like, I feel bad listening to that daylight savings time uh, episode just because. It was like such simpler times. It was such where simpler times. We were like Yeah, we were like, oh, the worst thing that's happened to us lately is daylight savings time. <laughs> and then we all dunk on daylight savings time. Yeah. And now like I haven't I mean, we just got an email two days ago that we are forbidden from going back into our offices on campus unless it is like mission critical. Yeah. My office got exposed,
1: so no one's going back there. Oh wow. Whoopsie. No. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. But hey, we are not going to talk about COVID-19 because this is a happy times podcast and we're a bunch of good time good time having a couple dudes. <laughs>
2: we're a bunch <laughs> of wild and crazy guys. Until until the yelling starts. <laughs> yep, that's what I was thinking. What, what
1: I'd really like to talk about in, in the realm of happy things is Animal Crossing because, holy shit, did, could Animal Crossing have come out at a better time for America and for the world? No, COVID-19 it could not
2: is actually just a plot by Nintendo to increase Animal Crossing sales. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Yikes! Foil hats <laughs> going on. Oof.
1: We'll see if that makes the cut. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, what what all gentlemen uh, who aren't Matt? Uh, what makes Animal Crossing such a phenomenon? Um, mm. the the lovable yet soul crushing capitalism through line. Yep.
0: Uh, I'll take that.
2: The the lack of pressure or any kind of like expectation of you. If you move, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yep. it's it's that a very tracks. It's a
1: very chill game. Matt, what, what do you think from from what you've heard on on Twitter and from your from everybody that you know who's playing it, except except for you?
3: I have seen a lot of Twitter videos of people fishing, and that seems like a good thing, <laughs> I guess. Fish, big fish. I think big fish is a good part of Animal Crossing. Big fish, real really big fish, real, real, real
1: uh, big fish. Yeah, I think I think it's it's the video game alternative to coloring
0: yeah yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah well i found my i found myself the first day when you're obviously just like running laps on your island and fishing and catching bugs to try and pay mm-hmm. off your tent that Nook yeah. has like suckered you into um <laughs> i like i realized at a certain point in time i'm like i realize what i'm doing and it's just repetitive but i don't hate it yeah yeah and like whatever it was just i think i might have said it to chan and i was like
1: this is just relaxing and yeah. like great. It's mm-hmm. video game gardening. Like gardening virtual gardening to give you the same benefit of real life gardening would give you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Except all of, you know, the food and the sustenance and the things that you can garden. Well, gardening,
1: not farming.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's Animal Crossing, not Stardew Valley.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about planning yeah, planting flowers outside of your townhouse, not growing corn for sustenance. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm not
3: even offended that you're dunking on me about Animal Crossing. It's like people throwing cotton balls at you and expecting it to hurt
0: (laughs) in in at least in the last scenario you just painted we're not at the point where we're growing our own vegetables outside our back doors for sustenance yet
1: (laughs) not quite at the time at At, the the time time of of recording recording. (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: um
1: well let me i'll talk a little bit about what i get out of it i for me i get to live out my fantasy which is of course acting as a volunteer city manager for a remote community populated only by anthropomorphic <laughs> animals. Like everybody. I was just
0: telling someone the other day that big, that, big city that, manager that, energy. Yeah, that you're that that my my good buddy Andrew's dream was acting as a volunteer city manager for a remote community populated only by anthropomorphic ma- animals. <laughs> hey, you got you that out. That's
1: good. You got that out in one breath. Yeah. Um me and my best bud Isabel, we can place bridges and optimize train routes like a conductor leading a symphony. <laughs> oh, let's, let, let you sit on that for sure. just a second. Uh, which is which is why I've decided to branch out on our our operation just a bit. So so gentlemen, instead of designing a fantasy video game island to operate as a bustling town, I'm going to turn things on its head, and I'm and instead I'd like to turn an already real city into a fantasy video game. So to help me do that, I brought in the three of you, you universally renowned architects. <laughs> to pitch oh. yep, that's the that's the Good. that's the premise way to sell it to pitch front. so uh you're going to come in and pitch your real life city to be the setting of the next greatest video game uh, i'll introduce our panel of city manager hopefuls uh, first we've got matt art vandalay cole we've got kyle ted mosby harper oh, not like this andrew <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> and Todd Stephen Kovacs Thomas, uh, do you guys do you guys know those references? I had to look mine up, but I looked it up and I get it. So fictional architects.
0: I looked mine up, and three different hits came up, and none of them immediately told me what it was,
1: so I stopped caring. Stephen Kovacs <laughs> is is Matthew Broderick's character in the Cable Guy, who was also a fantasy architect. Oh,
2: okay, a fictional architect. And then, who's Art Vandelay from?
3: Well, so okay, what uh, I've learned is that yeah. okay. Art Vandelay is not a fictional. Uh, architect. He is a <laughs> fictional, a fictional, fictional architect. <laughs> yeah, yep. Like
2: he
1: is a fictional architect <laughs> in a fictional world in the meta fiction of Seinfeld. Yes. I don't. I don't exist. I do not he's, exist. he's also. He's also an importer exporter. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, that that one that one fell flat in his face, but I'm sure I, I'm sure there's one person out there that appreciated the Art Vandelay reference.
2: And that's all we do
1: it for. That's all. That's all we do it for. Let's get into it. So starting with the basics, give me the very real city that you'd like to turn into a video game. Uh, so describe what kind of game this will be and then how you will build you will build your city into the game. So I was thinking, you know, are you going to take it more in like a street for street reskin like San Francisco is in Watch Dogs 2? Or is it more of like a based on remix like we see Los Santos in-, in Grand Theft Auto, which is, you know, like a combination of Las Vegas and Los Angeles, but just kind of the highlights. Um, let's start with, uh, Mr. Cole. Okay. So pause, pause. I need to clarify something right now up front.
3: Uh, I'm okay. going to, I'm going to talk about Pittsburgh today, but here's the thing. Um, I'm going to do a Pittsburgh accent the whole time. We'll see. And I'm not going to lie to you all. My Pittsburgh accent is not very good. <laughs> it is not for someone who grew up in, in greater Pittsburgh. It is not great. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway. So all, all y'all don't come at me. With the hate for how bad my Pittsburgh accent is for the rest of this episode.
1: I, I'm not making any promises. No. I want—I do want to give Matt credit for coming in costume for those of you playing over. Yeah, I can't <laughs> see him. He is wearing, a, is it a Pens jersey or just a Penns shirt? It's
3: the uh, the last Penns Stanley Cup championship shirt. Four wins, four rounds. Very nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Pens. All right. Yin's ready to go downtown. That's right, you jag oh, We're going down to Pittsburgh uh, for the hottest new game coming to Yin's in 2020. Now, we talk about Pittsburgh, we talk about things like the Stillers, the Pens, and the Buccos. The
0: Stillers.
3: (laughs) But all of them guys have their own games. I can confirm this
0: all exists.
3: So what else still screams Still City? Well, how about the Bridges, the Hills, the Bridges again, and Heinz ketchup? Oh, and that GD traffic on 376 towards the airport, the GD traffic at 5th and Penn in East Liberty, and the Squirrel Hill Tubes. Now that, to me, calls for one game and one game only. (laughs) Crazy taxi!
2: Oh
1: shit!
3: <laughs> Yins will get to experience all of the historic imagery of the city of champions while driving like an absolute maniac, ignoring traffic laws and running people off the road, and that to deliver Pittsburgh's famous people and paraphernalia all over the city. But our game doesn't come with directions, arrows, or a mini map. Now this is Pittsburgh, baby. <laughs> We only give directions like take a right after the giant eagle, and it's down the alley behind the Mr. Rogers statue. <laughs> Better wash your car and read right up the inside. This package needs delivered, and all you got are some hand-scrawled directions Jens can only reference at stoplights. Oh, and the sultry voice of Double M, Mark Madden,
1: yelling at Jens on the radio. Uh, Matt, I have one quick reaction. There is one thing that your, thing, your deal right here and my bedroom as a child both have in common, and that's that they are both –
3: Oh, man. I have done so much research about Pittsburghese today. And it's like, there are all of these words that my whole life I have known, but I always forget are just Pittsburgh things to say. And there are more of them coming, so I don't want to give them all away. But I I can't wait. Pittsburgh language is such a thing. Matt is injecting
1: himself with Iron City right as we speak. God,
3: I wish. I seriously, I like called the beer store across the street to see if they had our city today and they don't. And I'm sad about it. Cause Icy Light uh, is my favorite. It's the beer. I am. Um,
0: I've only been to Pittsburgh a handful of times and I have two. I have a question and a statement. Okay. Here we go. Um, what is squirrel Hill tubes? Uh, those are the tunnels, tunnels in squirrel Hill. Okay. That's a very valid answer to the question that I presented you with. Um, Also, is there really, I guess it's a question that'll turn into a statement. Is there really a Mr. Rogers statue?
3: Yes. Yeah. It overlooks the river. It's very, very nice. Mr. Rogers was filmed in Pittsburgh famously. Yeah.
0: Well, before you cut me off, Andrew, I've been on (laughs) set and
3: I have his autograph. (laughs) Oh, hot shit Todd here. Well, Todd, if you're such hot shit, let me ask you this. Do Uh you know what a bumper shoot is? Uh, It is. Isn't it a comedy festival? Or no. film festival? No, it's not. Andrew, do you know what a Bumbershoot is? How good's your Pittsburghese? No, I don't. Uh, uh, this was one that I, I heard today, and I remember my one friend's mom, whose name was Tracy, and that gives you all you need to know. <laughs> my one friend's mom, Tracy, used to say Bumbershoot. Uh, Bumbershoot is Pittsburghese for, for umbrella. That's an umbrella. Uh-oh, I could nice. have sworn
0: there was
2: a comedy or film festival called Bumbershoot, but that's fine. You know, Rihanna's smash hit single, Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot. Um, my only my only comment is that I know Stillers is is Pittsburghese for Steelers, the football yeah. team. But instead, I'm imagining a football team with Ben Stiller as their mascot. Yes. <laughs> and that's my new headcanon, and nice. no one will convince me otherwise. It's originally because the term Steel Mill is yeah. too hard to say as a Pittsburgher, so you have to call it a Still Mill. <laughs> the, the Still Mill. Mm-hmm. The two distinct vowels were too tough for their... Yeah, it's too many vowels.
3: Oh, man. Don't even get me started on uh, monogathonification of words, which is what Pittsburghese is. That's a, a really big real word. Um, yeah. Also, I read today that to pronounce Stillers correctly, you've got to keep your tongue on the bottom at the back of your mouth. That's how to properly say Stillers. Still Too many steps oh. to say a word. All right. That's all <laughs> I got. More, more Pittsburgh things to come later. Ugh, but Pittsburgh, gross. best game city. It's going to be the best game in the best city. Pittsburgh. All right.
1: Well, let's go, uh, just like Pittsburgh is famously disappointing, that also is famously disappointing. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's go over to Kyle.
2: Um, well, I'm happy to announce I don't have a stupid accent for uh, to perform for you guys today. Thank Chris. I wasn't aware there was a Cincinnati accent until I was well into college. And I'm still not entirely sure what a Cincinnati accent is, except saying fur instead of for, and saying Ope as you pass by somebody. <laughs> 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 My... Steampunk Adventure is going to drop us right into the middle of the Nasty Natty. Um, and, and I am talking a full-scale, one-to-one remake of a city whose aesthetic has stayed in the late 1800s. So we're like, just tapping into Cincinnati's like prime time of its life, the, uh, the late 1800s, when people still used trains. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and we're acting like we never developed any technology since then. So uh, it's Cincinnati. So Cincinnati.
3: Basically c- Cincinnati with less cardboard on the windows.
2: <laughs> so in in my in my game, you wash up on the shores of the Ohio River near the serpentine wall. Uh, Are head- you on fire? You you may- <laughs> that's that's Cleveland. That's Cleveland where their where their river was on fire. Um, mm-hmm. you'll head to a nearby steamboat to get your bearings and win some some of your starting cash for your adventures. At the casino, the riverboat casinos, um, and before before getting a uh, tip to meet a mysterious woman in Grand Central Station, that will begin your adventure. Um, that's kind of all I'm, I'll give you right now. It's a it's a steampunk RPG adventure through the streets of steampunk Cincinnati. Ste- um, <laughs> Cincinnati is a Grand Central Station. I was going to ask the same question. Grand Union Terminal. I wrote Grand Central Station every time. Uh, okay but cause my brain is dumb, but it's grand union tournament terminal, a big, it's grand train- union termina. My favorite version of Majora's <laughs> mask. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got. I expect no less than three references to Chile. Yes. Um, We'll get to the role. We'll get to the role Chili plays in this game, Andrew. Chili is actually the <laughs> currency of the steampunk mobs. Um, no, but Chili, uh, Skyline Chili's are the Pokemon centers of this. Of this game. <laughs> uh, Kyle, I,
3: just a clarifying question. Um, I have always been told that the only good things about Cincinnati
2: are in Kentucky. Was this true in the 1800s? Um, no, in the 1800s, Kentucky wishes it was it had anything good. Um, in the 1800s, Cincinnati was like ri- a rival to New York because of its place on the river and Grand U- Union Terminal, where all every train passing through the Midwest passed through Grand Union Terminal. Wow! And then trains went away, and so did our commerce. Man, the exact same thing happened to the town I grew up in. We should talk about right. that later. <laughs> we don't wow. need to. This is a happy Great. podcast.
1: So so Todd, is your city currently experiencing an economic depression? Because it seems like the other two on this list have been have are and have been for quite some time.
0: I I don't directly answer that question in the answer I'm about to give you, but I also will indirectly probably answer your question. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you, I guess. <laughs> let me paint you a picture, Andrew and company. How sweaty is this picture? Oh, man. It's, it's, uh. There's definitely a, a sweaty film. So the advertisements made it seem like a beach paradise to those too naive to do their homework ahead of time. Crisp ocean air and the allure of scenic palm trees are enough to entice anyone. Who doesn't know the truth behind what has taken over A1A from Ormond to New Smyrna? Before you know it, you found yourself in the sunny hellscape of the southern apocalyptic wasteland that is Daytona Beach, Florida. (laughs) Gross! Poison sand in your Uh... shoes, mutated alligators in the waters, and NASCAR fumes plaguing the air will make each day increasingly dangerous in this Sunshine State wasteland. You didn't mean to end up here, but let's be honest... No one ever does. (laughs) (laughs) To leave this wasteland... Wait. wait, Hold questions till the end. I gotta (laughs) stick the landing. To leave this wasteland, you'll have to take on several men who control parts of Florida through erratic actions. The fact is, you're here now. In Fallout, Florida Man Chronicles. Yes. There it is. Okay.
1: <laughs> I was I was bracing for Florida Man and Fallout, so we're nice. glad you had them both. There it is. So if if in
0: Kyle's um, if his is gonna be Skyline as the Pokemon Centers,
1: uh, in Daytona Beach, Publixes are the super duper marts of this Fallout. <laughs> Man, dude, I have been to Publix a couple times down in South Carolina. Publix rules. Publix Yeah, they're, awesome. they're
2: slubs. They're slubs. They slap. Yeah, dude. They're, they're yeah. slubs. They're slubs slap, Todd. They're slubs. They're slubs slap. The Publix and um,
3: Harris Teeters. Nothing. Oh, I'm not oh, familiar okay. with that one. All right, that's well, that's not. nice. It's, it, it's got the best supermarket name now that Piggly Wiggly is closed.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. R.I.P. Oh, poor, poor one out. One thing about that everybody from Pittsburgh – has in common is that they know myrtle beach very well because that is where pittsburgh vacations (laughs) it's the outer banks in cincinnati
0: but
2: it's the same that's right that's
0: right (laughs) well that's why i mean and again like you know we all kind of chose our locations for specific reasons but like i had a vision in my head of what i thought daytona beach was until i moved there and i was like oh oh Are there supposed to be syringes in the sand, or is that just
2: what we do down here? <laughs> you just you just wake up next to a used every every day, right? You don't yeah. know where it comes from; <laughs> it's just there. I, I assume that there's some sort of exchange
0: plan that I didn't know. Like you have to throw one on the beach when you drive your car on the beach because that's a thing they do
1: down there. I'm getting the image of uh, what is it, the Jersey Shore? But the Jersey Shore in that episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's yeah. It's mm. well,
0: yeah, and I, I get to I get to some of that. Here, But I, I wanted to say I didn't I didn't answer your question of if they're handling and dealing with an economic depression. But like it's in, it's implied business hasn't been the same since spring break. Ninety <laughs> <laughs>
3: eight. My favorite part about your pitch so far, Todd, is that you didn't say like the fumes of NASCAR vehicles or gasoline or tire rubber. You just love NASCAR fumes together which leaves yeah. adequate room for the fumes of the people, and I think that that's yep. important.
0: So, yeah, like, I mean, it's it's probably knowledge that we, like, type out, you know, bits that we want to make sure we get right. And when I was doing this, I was like, oh, I need to set this in the, the post-apocalyptic future. I'm like, actually, I don't. <laughs> 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 if I just, like, describe
2: things as they are, I think, like, and then I just keep like details loose i think we'll be okay daytona beach is like two mild inconveniences from being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway (laughs) yeah oh Oh, that was very good i have a i have one more question before we move on todd yeah yeah you you you, do you start the game with the low grade fever or does it take a few does it take a few (laughs) hours into the game for that to develop um i think i think as soon as you uh the first time you
0: cut your foot on either a shard of something <laughs> or a, a discarded bush light can on the beach um you're gonna catch a fever the the reality is it's gonna last for at least two weeks but then you're just gonna like level out to it and be stronger for it i was okay. gonna say
1: I, I imagine it's like radiation and fall it's just part <laughs> of the hug <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep that's just that's just what it is how yeah. many pieces of glass have you stepped on <laughs> right
1: it's not a binary thing it's just a sliding scale a little sliding scale Uh, all right um, let's move on so some could argue some uh, could argue that the setting is one of if not the most important characters to a story so for example what would home alone 2 be without new york city what would Rocky have run up if not for the Philadelphia Muse- Museum of Art? Those are the stairs, the Rocky stairs. I had to look that up. Noted. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> and most importantly, what would comic book villains be able to destroy
2: on a monthly basis if we didn't have the Golden Gate Bridge? Um, I like of uh, all the films set in New York City. Mm-hmm. You went with Home Alone too.
1: <laughs> I, I did. And, and I'll tell you a couple of reasons. Because most recently, we went on a little trip to New York City in December. And we did a whole... It was like for the purposes of doing like a home alone 2 tour, like just for okay, funsies. Okay. And apparently that's what everybody does when they go to New York city. Uh, I did not know this. Really? Everybody mm-hmm. goes to the plaza and well, if they're going at Christmas, sure. they go to the plaza, they go to FAO Schwartz. Um, not a lot of people eating pizzas and limousines, but you get the impression you get gotcha, the
2: picture.
1: Right. Gotcha. So let's get into it. Um, let's tell me, how are you going to constantly remind your audience that they are in the gamified version of your chosen city? Um, you need your game will need to be able to shove this fact in the players' faces at any given opportunity. So, Matt, how are we going to drive the point home that that uh, your game is set in Pittsburgh? Well, Andrew, every mission
3: starts coming through the Fort Pitt tunnels with that beautiful sprawling view of the city. Doesn't matter where Ian's going; you always start at the Fort Pitt tunnels. Gone to the Strip? Start at the tunnels. Gone to the zoo? Start at the tunnels. Green Tree? Best believe you're starting in the tube.
1: Now, quick question. Quick question. Yeah. Do you hold your breath in the tunnels every time or just the first time?
3: Well, it depends where you load in. It depends what time of day yeah. you're playing. Because if you <laughs> if you hit it traffic, you can't hold your breath. You're going to die. But if you yes. don't hit it traffic, like if it's early or late, you can probably hold your breath through there. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was, a, that was a narrow reference. For That's you okay. Know, for that, <laughs> that, that one was for daddy. Um, I got to mm-hmm. settle back into character here. Um, okay. Now, the more Pittsburgh you're at is, the more time bonuses Yin's going to get for your final score net. Every time Yin's <laughs> go over a bridge, that's a five-second bonus. Unless you manage to cross trash. the Clemente Bridge when it's actually open to traffic and not pedestrians, that's ten seconds. Every Pittsburgh left you make also gets you a seven-second bonus. That's seven seconds for Big Ben. <laughs> 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 Don't take me out. I'm not done. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> now, Yin's going to be delivering some very important Pittsburgh things. It's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. Yin's got to get the Orange City to the arena before puck drop. I ain't got time to go out, so run down to Giant Eagle and pick me up some chip chopped and about a half pound of jumbo. Now there's a field trip <laughs> at the Science Center, and they're out for condiments for lunch. So Yin's got to get from the Heinz office to the North Shore before lunch, but 279 is closed, and the 10th Street bypass is underwater, so this one's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Yins <laughs> will never forget it's Pittsburgh because you only got Whoa, three radio stations: fuck. DVE, the X, and KDKA 1020. There is DLC though. Pack one has a Clark CD, and Pack two has Donnie Iris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, questions, questions. I'm out of character. What do you got? It took me to like the oh, third fuck. time you said it to realize Giant Eagle is Giant Eagle. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever be able to unhear Yinzel. Um, <laughs> hey. Which is utter insanity. That's that's not a real thing. I uh I I got a different experience out of what
0: Matt did because I after about the third sentence, I was like, man, I really miss Crazy Taxi. And then I jumped <laughs> in like five sentences later and just totally got assaulted by things I did not understand. <laughs>
3: Are there any vocabulary wow. questions? Do I need to clear anything up? I do want to say that uh, Giant Eagle is very much how you say Giant Eagle. And Giant Ooh. Eagle was so self-aware of the fact that their old video store used to be Eagle Video. And their child care no. center was the Eagle's Nest. And the name of the official Giant Eagle mascot is Eagle the Eagle. That's very real.
1: Is Giant yeah.
2: Eagle Pittsburgh based? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know that. Um,
1: I, um, the, Heinz Heinz ketchup used to be, but I think they moved uh, like a long time ago. Didn't the you? factory moved. They
2: still have a corporate
1: office. Yeah. They still have the office. Yeah, so that's right. The, right. The,
2: the sentence. The sentence. Every Pittsburgh left also gets you a seven-second bonus. Seven for Big Ben is utter nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's so a, Pittsburgh a Pittsburgh left? left? Set. What's seven for Big Ben? Big Ben is a clock in London. <laughs> Pittsburgh <laughs> left is a, a left on a right, a left on a red light. I'm now realizing Ben Ben is probably Ben Roethlisberger, which makes me hate it even more. Correct. <laughs> that and, is true. Yep. Um, and I hate so, it.
3: So the Pittsburgh left is if, if you're on a, a road and you're at a stoplight and you are trying to turn left and you're the first person at the light and the person across from you is going straight, when the light turns green, the left turn has the right of way, but just the first left turn.
2: What? Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: madness.
2: Yeah, that's. The, I don't believe this. that's a Pittsburgh utter left insanity. Also,
3: if you're going from a one way to a one way on a red light, that's a Pittsburgh left. Um, but yeah, that's real. Um, the the first left turn has the right away at the green light. It's almost gotten me Tebowed in Ohio like too many times. <laughs> yeah, because it's
0: not Yikes. a real
2: thing and is ridiculous.
0: I'm surprised the like the entire. Eastern half of Ohio is not just littered with signs that specifically say you cannot do this <laughs> yeah. in this state. Yeah. <laughs>
2: do
1: not try. That, that's part of the reason why Ohio drivers and Pennsylvania drivers have a, uh have a war going on and will ever for, forever have a war going on. Yeah. There is a blood feud. Yep. All right. I'm done. That's all I got for this yeah, question. Um, I, Matt, I want to give you props. I want to give you a lot of props, but I want to give you extra props for the DLC packs with the clerk seating <laughs> yeah. and Don, and Donnie Iris. Thanks. Cause that's, the,
3: I went, very, I went very back very and forth between Donnie Iris and Joe Grashecki and the house rockers. And I couldn't decide, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought
1: Donnie Iris had a wider spread. I think you made the right choice. All right, fuck. Kyle, what? Can you? You're not doing accents, right? Or not, not doing we're with accents. accents?
2: No, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Just my normal, my normal, baked in Cincinnati accent, I guess. So, while Union Terminal will be our home base in this semi surreal adventure, um, it's going to take you all over the Queen City. So, you will start out getting your bearings downtown, uh, making runs into Over the Rhine and. Um, um, oh, Clifton. I couldn't think of the other name. Um, over the Rhine and Clifton for um, early supply runs. Um, you'll go to Great American Ballpark to make connections to the city's power players. And Crone Conservatory for, re- for research. And just because the butterflies are really pretty. However, as your adventure continues, uh, you'll be taken to the darker side of the city. You'll have to garner support for your your patron that you're serving, um, from porn magnate Larry Flint at Hustler headquarters. Uh, you'll cross- <laughs> Wait, what a back. Hold on. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good. Hustler magazine was based out of Cincinnati for a long, long time. I've learned and so much about Cincinnati today. Interesting. And um, is a, is a, a weird part of our history that people are both like, Strangely proud of and appalled by. Um, this this is weirdly becoming the most educational episode of Debate This. Um, David Letterman was... Not David Letterman. Um, Jerry Springer was also our mayor for a brief time in the 70s. What? Um, what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, and, and then he got uh, removed from office for... The rumor is... I don't know how true this is. The rumor is for paying a prostitute with a check. Um, I mean, but... Yeah, like. <laughs> um, anywho, um, so you'll you'll have you'll cross the Roebling Suspension Bridge to venture into northern Kentucky for the things you just can't get um, on the Ohio side of the river, like booze, cigarettes, info, etc. Um, you'll, you'll cross Vine Street to go into the West Side. Um, find a people to find a, a, a people left behind when the East Side prospered. Um, if you get tired or need healing or just are hungry, there you will stop into the many skyline chilies uh, peppered throughout the city to heal up and rest. There it is. Um, although there will there will also be independent chili shops that offer similar services. Um, they will have their own like different benefits and drawbacks <laughs> to using each of those as well because man, if everyone in Cincinnati doesn't have their preferred, skyline to begin with and then preferred like independent uh, <laughs> cincinnati chili place
1: what the fuck is with cincinnati and chili kyle? hey kyle after
0: after i beat the main story am i able to go back and do new story plus dlc where i
2: convert all of those franchises into skylines <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the that's the bonus mini game is like is is overtaking price hill chili and uh washington's chili and all the all the independently owned places and converting them to Cincinnati's chili. best
0: chili, which is like, I think a brand, like, I just want to crush all these franchises. So that your, they're your final boss won. will
2: be, will be toppling their biggest competitor. Gold star, chili gold star. Yep. That is, that is a name that I've heard. I've, I've driven by those. Yes. That's all I got. You're, you're doing a, you're doing a Bioshock esque RPG throughout Cincinnati, East and West. North and South crossing into Kentucky for your undesirables every once in a while. Kyle, um, question for you. Uh, answer. Is there is there a tiered
1: system or a tier system on Chile uh, that's based on your own personal
2: preferences, or are you going to balance them out? It, it will be based entirely on my personal preferences. So, <laughs> so while Skyline is kind of our baseline, like gets it done. The there are there are worse independent places there are better independent places Mm -hmm. and they will be reflected in the game yes thank you very good question
0: okay if if we can't question if for some reason the empire of skyline must fall due to (laughs) plot reasons will its successor also offer chilitos?
2: because i just want chilitos all the time i can't i can't promise that todd
3: (laughs) oh god we must protect it at all costs (laughs)
2: i don't know what other i don't know i don't know if other chili places carry tortillas or not
3: <laughs> i don't know what
0: it is about putting putting chili in a tortilla and then like slap some sour cream and some cheese and onions and mustard and hot sauce in there but jesus no
3: it's that's i love skyline chili but the mere existence of the chilito makes oh. me question humanity to its
2: core
1: it's, i want, it's absolute disgusting it's i it's garbage want, I want a
0: tortilla the size of a sleeping bag and I want to roll up into a (laughs) Todd-sized Cholito and eat my way out. That's how Todd wants to die. I'm going to emerge like Jim Carrey in When Nature Calls when it comes out of the, the
1: rhino's ass. Ever since we Todd, you bought that like that like half palette of take home, like Skyline <laughs> show you can make at home. And it was just purple. <laughs> like it was like, oh, no. the color was like a deep mauve. Yeah. yeah.
0: Skyline. So when I lived in Athens, you could not get fresh skyline. There's no skyline. Fresh skyline. Um, so you had like to get Like you it from can ever get fresh, fresh skyline. Fresh. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's an oxymoron in itself. Skyline fresh from the tap is the preferred. <laughs> um, so yeah, we made it out of kegs. <laughs> and it just kind of like came out in, in and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's chili coming out of a tap. <laughs> once you once you kick the keg, you gotta
1: refresh a new chili keg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my stomach hurts uh, oh it was man. it was the most disgusting unappetizing thing I think I've ever seen in my life and that was 10 years ago yeah
0: like a I, ago. well and it definitely wasn't the last time I bought a can of skyline chili and made it for myself
2: so whoa, no, no. Uh, that's how I'm surviving out here in Colorado all right well
1: speaking of disgusting, disgusting brown liquid. Let's talk about, (laughs) let's talk about about Pittsburgh again. (laughs)
0: The fallout, the fallout Florida man chronicles. (laughs) Um, so I've got some more, some more to, to paint this picture. So upon your arrival, you're overwhelmed with the freshwater breeze and crushing sense of despair, but pleasantly surprised by the lack of humidity when it rains, which is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Does everybody talk about it all the time? Uh, people just get used to it, and then if you bring it up, you're like, oh, yeah, that's just how it is around here. Rains every day in the morning, and then it's uh, no humidity by two. The, so, the, as shambling beach junkies, ill-informed college-age Midwesterners, and sun crisp snowbirds swarm the beach, you decide to seek refuge in one of the 50 spray art t-shirt design shops on the kind of shitty boardwalk. <laughs> Which was probably the thing I noticed most while living down there. Um, before you know it, you're rummaging for food on the world's largest Joe's Crab Shack, gnawing on a discarded King Crab Leg. You ultimately know that your only real safe space will be the last battalion of hope, the impregnable fortress known as the local favorite strip club, Biggins. Biggins. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Does that actually exist? There is three thousand percent a strip club on international sp- or on A
2: one A called Biggins. That's I thought I you mean. were gonna say there are three thousand Biggins, <laughs> <out>
0: <laughs> which is, just it is
2: as believable. Yeah. Biggins is
0: the skyline chili of strip clubs. So, <laughs> how do you spell how do you spell Biggins?
3: I'm pretty sure it's B-I-G-G-I-N-S. Okay, I wa- so you said Biggins, and that's what I heard. But then in my brain, I was like, what if it's, like, Biggins? Like, B-I-G-G-U-N-S? Like, Biggins? June, yeah. <laughs> Going down to see the Biggins. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it is.
0: it is one of two strip clubs uh, there on International Speedway Boulevard, or uh, A1A's area. And it, if I remember right, it's just this, like, crappy-looking building with a red sign that says Biggins. Anyway... Your ultimate goal here is to make it across the causeway into the Daytona Promise Land. The most dangerous and well-armed location in all of the Daytona Wasteland is the Daytona International Speedway. On your way, <laughs> on your way there, on your way there, you're gonna have to resupply up at the single-story Volusia Mall where you can barter for provisions at the mall's flagship restaurant, Applebee's (laughs) along the way, Florida men generals out to claim portions of the sunshine state as their own, try to thwart your journey out of this nightmare. And Oh, you posted the the picture of biggins. Good. Um, (laughs) They'll try and throw your journey out of this nightmare. That is the international speedway Boulevard stoplight schedule. But to be okay to cut aside from all of this, there is a really shitty mall in Daytona Beach, Florida, which is wild to think that that exists, and it's shitty because it's right across from the International Speedway. <laughs> it's single story. Three of the department stores are all Belks, which is like the J.C. Penney for Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I kid you not, the like flagship restaurant that is like facing out towards society is an Applebee's. That all tracks. That, that all worries. very much that tracks. tracks. And which it's is probably
2: crazy. it's probably an insanely popular mall too is the sad part. Yeah, uh,
0: out of out of location only. Right. Like which is which is wild. Like it should be such a good
1: mall and it's just super not. Hey man, how how else are you going to get your $2 Brutus on Tuesday
2: night? Todd, I have a I have a question. <laughs> yeah. So since this is a Fallout game, um what are the warring factions? that are trying I think, to take over Daytona Beach.
0: I, I definitely think there's gotta be um they're definitely a tribe like I said earlier, the uh, sun crisped snowbirds, like the oldies, the oldies that have relocated down to Florida. Oh, the the blue hares? The blue hares, yeah. They're seasonal though. So they're not like a big issue in um, so much the summer, but in the in the quote, colder months, where it's actually just wetter <laughs> and windier in Florida. Um, they are they are down there in in full uh, full force. Likewise, uh, like I said, the ill-informed uh, college-age Midwesterners, the college students that come vacation on Daytona Beach when they don't realize it's not a place you really want to vacation. Yeah. Um, I would also say uh, beach hippies and junkies. That is a that okay. is a, a a third faction. Um, the last one would probably be the turn left cultists. That is the. <laughs> Uh, their their necks are red and they smell of bush light. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. Um, I would like to share just a piece of literature here. So I looked up Biggins as well as some of the other guys, and I saw a couple of Yelp reviews which are pretty great. Uh, no. this this one here, which is which is well, first of all, their page on Yelp is just a zoomed in picture of a hot dog with mustard on it. So <laughs> when there. Um <clears throat> this used to be a Ryan's family restaurant. <laughs> not an important fact, but a funny one. <laughs> uh it is it is quote Awesome. <laughs> it probably didn't change the inside much. <laughs> probably not. It is quote pretty spacious and usually only has a few girls working at a time. This ain't the classiest place, but you don't go to Daytona Beach looking for prestige.
2: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> there are two pool tables and a full bar. Also colon boobs. <laughs> There is, so, there's one other strip
0: club you have to drive past just if you're down there, and it's called the Shark Lounge, and my only, like, they have a marquee out in front of their their strip club, as you do, and one day, it said, "Uh, good news, our lap dances are now gluten-free, and that sticks with me, (laughs) Like, like, eight years later, as to, like, one, was that just really, really clever, or was that someone being stupid, like, what we're we're for a little um, bit of both todd
3: i have really bad news for you the shark lounge huh. has been permanently closed
0: Uh oh, well it looks like biggins has <laughs>
1: pulled a skyline and absorbed their competitors biggins is it <laughs> god all right guys let's let's move on uh okay so we've we've uh we've established the setting we've established all of the key points uh where your game's going to take place your story is moving forward Your game's story is bound to reach a thrilling climax, which will most likely pit your protagonist against your story's antagonist or antagonists. Uh, There may be a massive struggle. Maybe some people will learn something about themselves and grow as people. But most importantly, tell me where these showdowns are going to happen. Let me know how your city is going to be featured front and center in your game's epic conclusion. Oh boy.
3: Well, Andrew. Here we go. <laughs> so, in the final mission, Yun's got to deliver the key to the city to Mayor Pajuto down at Point State Park. we are finally giving Mario the honor he deserves behind the fountain this <laughs> afternoon. The only problem is that Yun's can't get your Honda on the trails to get to the fountain, so Yun's will have to knock this delivery out on foot. But what's that on the horizon? That group of silhouettes sliding down the convention center? It's them bastard pierogies coming to race Yun's to the point. <laughs> Now it's a mad race Simpsons hit and run style. Yin's got to drive, dash, punch, and kick all over the city to beat the fastest dumplings in Tri-Valley. If you win, Yin's will get a pair of season passes to Kennywood. But if you lose, everybody in vote Down along the way will sue and Edgar Snyder will track Yin's down.
2: (laughs) What? Why do I, <laughs> why do I assume pierogies and dumplings are both r- racial slurs? <laughs>
3: no, no, that's terrible. No, no the pierogies are
2: the mascots that race at all
3: the pirates games.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. There's
3: Chester Cheddar it and really sound like Oliver Onion and Goddamn, I don't remember the
2: pierogies <laughs> names. Uh, I'm, that's, all uh, okay. that's all I got. That's all I took away I mean, from it was. Uh, i got it i got oh, i got a shot i
1: found it oh, i need please, to sh- go ahead go ahead,
2: go uh, ahead go i was go just ahead. gonna
3: say it's it's sauerkraut salt <laughs> cheese chester jalapeno hannah oliver onion potato peat bacon burton pizza penny that's from mlb.com
2: good do they rotate yeah you do don't they really all like six
3: race each time no so usually it's only like four or five I, bacon burton pizza penny don't come out that often Usually it's usually it's sauerkraut, <laughs> salt, big, cheese, cheddar, jalapeno, Anna, Oliver, onion, and sometimes potato peat Pete. spot Pete's distant relative, Potato peat. <laughs> yeah, sure, there, yeah. you know, in, there in the
1: meta, th- this just solidifies my theory that diabetes is created in Pittsburgh.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Our national food is chilly here, and that's true. So. <laughs> that's true.
1: Maybe just generally, the Midwest is is a very gross place to be. Um, Kyle, mm,
2: sure. <laughs> sure so defeated so so andrew do it as the game progresses the the kind eccentric museum curator that you've been working for the whole game uh will eventually reveal that she has been working on an incredible tram tram system that will connect the east and west sides of the city and give affordable clean convenient transportation to every citizen of cincinnati
1: However, <laughs>
2: there are powerful people working against the tram, spreading dinf- disinformation that it will bring corruption to the west side and it will bring undesirables to the city. <laughs> so for the final showdown at home, you couldn't see Kyle's air quotes on that. Yeah, one. you could hear him <laughs> though. Yeah. So for the final showdown, you will fight your way through Paul ba- Paul Brown Stadium and the entire Cincinnati Bengals team. To reach your final showdown with owner of the Bengals and half the city, Mike Brown, <laughs> real life villain Mike Brown. Um, That's very good. Using the reanimated corpses of the Bengals players you just slayed, you will face one last showdown against the team before getting your opportunity to take down the big bad Mike Brown himself.
1: <laughs> so you're, literally,
2: you're literally up against the city. I love it. Exactly. That's
1: very good. Uh, all right, Todd, how are we gonna end uh, the fallout the Florida Man Fallout Chronicles? It's good. <laughs> so <laughs> So
0: much like every other fallout game, you're approaching this huge fortress. Um, just you just recently resupplied at the local Applebe'es. Uh, you're ready to go. <laughs> As you approach the Daytona International Speedway, Fumes of diesel, stale bush light, and man hang in the air. Man. The smell of man. (laughs) It's spelled M-A-Y-A-N. Man. (laughs) You make your way through the grandstands to see the architect of the Daytona wasteland, the current governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. He stands atop his oil-guzzling beast, his neck red. His polo, (laughs) generously unbuttoned. His croquis, croquis, on. Around him, swarms a flock of snowbirds. Their political views, toxic. (laughs) You charge head-on into the infield to take on the king of all Florida men and his turn-left cultists in the middle of the Rolex 24, armed only with whatever you brought in your cooler from home. Because NASCAR is the only professional sport that allows you to bring a cooler into the stadium. Because of course, <laughs> that is a real fact. As of the one and only oh time I went God. to a NASCAR
2: race, you could show up with a cooler. Yep, yep. That's very real. That's very real. Wow, that was a lot of imagery in a small amount of time. <laughs> what are what are, are croaky shoes?
0: No, crookies are the things that go on your sunglasses. Um, oh, that, okay. like. Yeah, so, everything about, like, traditional, like, frat bro thing is meant for boating. <laughs> Boat shoes. Yeah. Croakies, keep your sunglasses on your head in case they fall off. You're the high shorts, so when you're wading in water. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. all of these things make sense,
2: except when, you know, people... When you're, people... It, when you're in, in a landlocked college town in the middle of yeah. Ohio. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I say this with all knowledge that I've worn, like, three-fourths
1: of the things I've just listed, but... Yes, imagery. (laughs) (laughs) Imagery. Okay, well, um, I hope we have painted a a picture, albeit an incredibly disgusting one. (laughs) Um, We are going to move over to the super secret bonus question. All right, guys. When Fallout 76 was teased, you might remember we got that killer trailer that was played to John Denver's Country Roads, revealing that it would take place in West Virginia. So after the break, I want each of you to tell me how you're going to Build hype for your game setting by injecting some licensed music into your kick-ass trailer. And we will talk about it more after we come back from a quick break. So just to recap, the super secret bonus question was give me the licensed music that will be the backer to your awesome trailer or reveal trailer that will that is intended to generate hype for your new game. We will start with Matt. All
3: right. So I have so many options to pick from. Pittsburgh is a great music city. There's been a lot of great music to come out of Pittsburgh and some That's that true. I've already referenced. You know, I could have gone with the Clarks could have been better off without you. That would have been great. could have gone with the man Donnie Iris. Could have been, uh, I have a list of best Donnie Iris songs somewhere. Aaliyah. Aliyah is a Donnie Iris song. Could have been Joe Grashecki and the House Rockers. Could have been Talking (laughs) to the King. Could have been a lot of great Pittsburgh songs. But I don't think anything gets the hype up and also embodies the crazy taxi edge that we're going for. Like Wiz Khalifa's 2000s hit, Black and Yellow. Oh, Black and Yellow uh, is yeah. absolutely the song. That's the right answer. Because it also matches the color of the taxi. Black and Yellow. That's the song. Wiz Khalifa. Light, like
2: that's it's- that's very, good. That's Thank very good. You. Thank you. good. Thank
3: you. All right,
2: Kyle. All right. Um, so, um, similar to Matt, we had a lot of good options coming out of Cincinnati. But um, let, me, let, me just, let me do the trailer for you instead. Um, so... The trailer comes in. You get a, the nice, like, pan shot of um, Union Terminal, our, our headquarters, our defining landmark of Cincinnati. You keep panning. Um, you get a good shot of the river with all the steamboats going, steam rising up. And um, Killing It by Foxy Shazam fades in. Um, just high energy um, club rock uh, comes from fades in. And you just keep getting these, you know, action shots of you, Fighting punks through the streets of Cincinnati. You know, uh, different different action shots all around town. Um, and it ends with the song kind of fading out as you stare up at um, uh, Paul Brown stadium for one last, like, as a hint at our final fight and who you take on in the game. But, uh, yeah, Killing It by Foxy Shazam, Shazam awesome. is our licensed musical <laughs> pick today. All right, Todd. So... Like most God. like most Fallout
0: games, uh, Fallout Florida Man Chronicles starts with a pan over the city, where we find our protagonist walking with his companion, a one eyed alligator named Chubbs. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to see the scenes of your character actually battling off bugs the size of baseballs, we hear the introductory hot breath talking of Cisco saying this thing right here is letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know, the finer things in life. Hey, <laughs> check it out. And just then, the 1996 summer hit Thong Song pops off to, <laughs> scenes, to scenes of your character ri- riding in an all snowbird motorcycle gang and hurtling old buffet tables turned stripper stages at Biggins.
1: <laughs> now, now, Todd, I do have one follow-up question. This will make or break your animal. Uh-huh. Can you make the name of the mission where you go to bigots called dumps like a truck Shrek?
0: <laughs> it, it's going to have, didn't, um, isn't it Grand Theft Auto that has all the cleverly titled yeah. missions or things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. They're all definitely. I mean, there's so many good classic quotes in thong song. I mean, yes. Cisco's not doing anything. He'll sell all the royalties to us. Oh, that's very Cisco's good. Cisco a DLC
1: character. I don't know, <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. We got the money. All right, guys, uh, so we've we've got we've talked about a lot today. Um, we've got a crazy taxi set in Pittsburgh. We've got a, an open-world RPG set in Cincinnati, and we've got whatever the hell your end-of-the-world Fallout is in, in Florida. And we've got a it's normal just day Florida. in, Florida, it's in Florida. Just Florida. I think it's just Florida, <laughs> it's yeah. Florida. I, mean, I don't even know if this is a game anymore. I think this is just your recount of living in Florida. Yeah. Let, let me hear a couple very quick closing statements to, uh, to end this out.
3: Uh, well, I would like to quote prolific American artist uh, What's her name? I have it pulled up. Petula Clark. Prolific American artist Petula Clark to say, when you're alone and life is making you lonely you can always go Don
2: <laughs> uh, Um Just Steamboats and Chili. Steamboats <laughs> and Chili. It's, it's the Ohio version of Boats and Hoes. It is, it is the Ohio
0: version of Boats and Hoes. <laughs> I have I have tattoos on either bicep. One says Steamboats and the other says Chili. Um, In a land that time forgot and God refuses to acknowledge,
1: you can be the one Florida man to rule them all. <laughs> okay. What a tagline. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go make a decision on... Uh, which of you is going to get this city manager Is that the promise I set up? That's the promise I set up. Something yep. like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you guys give each other some good vibes while you're uh, waiting for a verdict?
3: Yeah, um, this was a lot of fun, guys. I really enjoyed <laughs> this. This was
2: so much fun.
3: Uh, Kyle, you taught me more about Cincinnati than I knew there was to learn about Cincinnati today. Right? Um,
2: Yeah. It's a good old town with a lot of history. What a wonderful place it was
3: 220 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) How interesting and unique that is to Cincinnati and Cincinnati alone. Um, But yeah, that was cool. Uh, Good job making a world out of Cincinnati things. What with the skylines and such. I enjoyed that (laughs) conversation we had about the chilies of uh, Cincinnati. Um, Todd. Daytona Beach is a gross place, it is a Yeah. Gross, disgusting, heinous place. Again, I would like to go back to question one, where you said the word NASCAR fumes. That's what stuck <laughs> with me today. NASCAR fumes and the smell of man. Man. It's
0: actually a disease you can catch in the game.
3: Yeah, so, so good vibes, I guess, uh, on that note. And then my last good vibes goes to... All of our listeners in places that aren't Pittsburgh, Cincinnati or Daytona Beach and (laughs) all all of our friends on the West Coast and all of those downloads we get from Australia and the Netherlands. Hey, thanks for listening
2: to this. You learned something about some places today. Congratulations. Learned some things about some stuff. Matt, I very much enjoyed the effort you put into pandering to Andrew today. (laughs) <laughs> um, your, your accent was, your accent was very fun and it was a good bit. Um, I also, I, I think I knew all this about Pittsburgh except the Pittsburgh left is still insanity and kudos to both of you for surviving that weird hellscape that allows such a odd driving direction to occur. But it was very fun and I like, I would definitely, I want a crazy taxi game that is just, u.s cities and each dlc pack is more more cities like that because um driving crazy taxi through pittsburgh sounds very fun todd uh daytona beach and a fallout game is is just like chocolate and peanut butter like (laughs) i can't (laughs) daytona beach is already pretty close to being a a post-apocalyptic hellscape anyway um you just pushed them a little closer together and it's very good and I don't ever want to hear about biggins ever again in my life. <laughs> you are only kidding yourself if you think that'll never come up again. Oh, I know it it's it's in our zeitgeist now. It's <laughs> it's part of us.
0: So obviously I've been to Cincinnati, but I've been to Pittsburgh just a couple of times and didn't recognize a lot of the things you said, Matt, but enjoyed the things I did. Um, I'm <laughs> much with I'm much with Kyle that I read in the show notes the word giant Iggle. <laughs> and I, my brain, my brain makes a clicking noise. It's a clicking. It's just a clicking that that just I, I struggle with. But I had a really, really good time imagining, uh, like I said, Crazy Taxi taking place in another real city and how mad that would be. And also the concept of a Crazy Taxi game where you're stuck in tube tunnel time, like where you're just <laughs> stuck in traffic. <laughs> Sounds abysmal.
3: It's pretty much Pittsburgh. It's just it's Pittsburgh. abysmal traffic.
0: Kyle, I. Have not spent much time in Cincinnati, but I enjoyed the bits that I did, and I enjoyed that you referenced over the Rhine because that's where Rheingeist is at. Yes, and it's a
2: it's a neat little place. There's there's a whole thing about over the Rhine and gentrification that w- yeah will will definitely be in the game that I didn't get into today, but it's a very, over the Rhine's a very very hopping place now.
0: Yeah, our uh, our Lyft driver took us there and was like, "Are you sure you want to be here?" And then we took yeah. another turn. And she's like, "Oh yeah, Rheingeist is here." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely have a have a huge love in my heart for Skyline and all things Skyline, and I enjoyed what you did to uh, to make Cincinnati the steampunk the steampunk future that it really should be. To yes. make us lo- love it a little bit more. Ashamed and sad that it doesn't have a good aquarium, <laughs> but I hear Kentucky has one. Uh, Newport is a is
2: an annexed part of Ohio. Actually, <laughs> I think that's what that's what Newport would probably say as well. Oh yeah, that's that's the joke there. Okay, uh, we're back. We
1: I, we, I, whatever, uh, <laughs> has made a decision. Uh, we're just going to get into it. All of you guys had really, really good pitches today. I'm, I'm happy with everything that I've heard. Um, we're going to give, we're going to extend the city managership to Todd. Uh, yes. Boom. Yes. Boom. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you why, because Todd, like I said, just recounted his experience in living in Florida he didn't change anything. I didn't anything. take artistic liberties in much. No. Uh, wow. Well, the other two of you made some really good uh, cartoonizations, flanderizations of your cities, which were very entertaining. I think the most realistic depiction was Todd's uh, near apocalypse of Don- Daytona Beach.
2: Is that what we're going for? Real- realism?
1: Apparently. But uh, because <laughs> I've been playing a lot of uh, Overwatch, I've been inspired a bit, and I'm going to award a play of the game. Ooh. Uh, and, and much like much like in Overwatch, you can uh, be on the losing team and still get the play of the game. So I'm going to award play of the game to Matt, Woo. Uh, wow. specifically for that sick Edgar Snyder reference. Yeah, thanks. I knew <laughs> that was
3: in there for somebody.
1: Because because every, as everybody knows, Edgar Snyder, there's never a fee unless <laughs> there's we never get a unless money, for money for you. For you. <laughs> and uh, with that incredibly narrow reference we're going to close out today thanks everybody so much for listening to debate this especially for our friends in Pittsburgh uh, follow, you can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate Cast, and check out our website at debatethiscast.com if you like what you hear please leave us a review so more people can hear our nerdy nerdy show and we promise we won't reference Pittsburgh nearly as much in future episodes uh, until next time, I'm Andrew Henderson I'm Matt, the fastest pierogi in the Tri-Valley
3: Coal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kyle, Steamboats and Chili Harper.
3: I'm
0: Todd,
1: sponsored by Applebee's, or Biggins probably, Thomas. And we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.
2: Nice. Woo! That was a good time. That was excellent.